Welcome to the Psychedelic Integration Podcast. I'm Sinclair Fleetwood, your psychedelic life coach, and I teach you how to connect with your soul mission, follow your heart, and make lasting changes in your life by creating a sacred spiritual partnership with plant medicines. Learn easy tools, tips, and integration strategies that will demystify the psychedelic renaissance and open the way for you to come back home to yourself. If I can do it, you can do it too. Find out how here. Hey family, welcome to the show. I'm Sinclair Fleetwood. This is the Psychedelic Integration Podcast. Let's get into it. Today I want to talk about how to get unstuck. This has got to be the most common thing that people come to me with as far as needing support around their integration and why they started working with plant medicine in the first place is I feel stuck. I'm My life feels like it's not going anywhere. Maybe you feel behind, you feel like you're missing out on something, you're meant for more, or you're just at a point where you you don't really know which direction to go. And every time you try to choose something, you seem to get deeper into the mud. So first of all, this is super common and super normal. We all get stuck. We get stuck often. <laughs> it's part of the human experience is to be stuck. And we have, have labeled stuckness as bad or wrong or undesirable. We have a resistance to being stuck. And I want to offer you a different way to think about it. Because oftentimes we are becoming stuck for a few different reasons. The first reason is one or more of your needs is not being met. So if your needs are not being met, why are they not being met? That's a really critical question to ask when you feel stuck. What are my needs that are not being met and why? And you might not know what your needs are. You might be disconnected from the messages that are trying to reach you from your body, from your heart. Maybe there's unprocessed or unresolved trauma that's blocking you from being able to know what you need. Maybe there was some pattern in your childhood that created a disconnect to where you're looking outside yourself. And this is really, really very common in our, in our society. This was, this was my story, 100%, not understanding what I, what I needed, being outwardly oriented, you know, looking for things outside myself to soothe, to take care of this nagging, gnawing feeling that I had and sedating myself so that I didn't have to feel bad because I didn't know what the actual answer was. And that created stuckness, you know? It's like putting the wrong solution to something will create stuckness. And so if you don't know what you need, it helps to understand, well, what what are the basic needs, you know? Everybody has similar ones. And we all have unique needs, specific things that are unique to you. But if you look at the basics, you've got your physiological needs. This is the base of the pyramid. This is like your root chakra. And if you don't know about chakras, the chakras are the energy systems of our body. And they go along our spine and we have seven main ones. And I have a great workshop called Your Heart is the Transformer. If you want to learn more about chakras, you can go to my website at SinclairFleetwood.com. Click on Masterclasses. It's in there. So the root chakra is your 
physiological needs, you know, air, water, food, shelter, sleep, clothing, the biological need to continue the species, to reproduce. Some people feel that stronger than others. Though the security of knowing that your life, your basic life needs are taken care of. That's where that lives. Then you have your sacral chakra, which is your safety needs, like your security, your need for, for personal safety, for personal autonomy, resources, you know, having money, having like a recurring source of income that's going to support you. Um, knowing that your health is in, is in good condition, uh, prosperity, like some people would say owning property is here, like gathering your, your resources to make sure that you have what you need in your life. And then you have the solar plexus, which is, that's your, your digestive fire. Your, it's where everything is churning and burning and coming through into the body to take action, you know? So it's your seat of personal power. It's where your, your own heart, your heart wisdom is being transformed into something that's going to translate into action. It's the seat of belonging where you are finding connection, you know, love, intimate relationships, um, all of these being in community, being part of a family, like being part of the belonging is really part of, part of that a lot. It's, um, probably the biggest part of that, of that need. And then you have your, you know, friendship, just connection with other human beings on this path, on this, in this life. We're not meant to be out here alone, you know, and that hyper-independence, like I can do everything myself. That's a trauma response. That's a protective mechanism to help keep you from getting hurt. Nobody's meant to do it alone. Nobody. Then you have your need for self-esteem, for self-love, for respect, for status, recognition, freedom, liberation. Like this is, you know, moving up the heart into the heart. The heart is, I'm always saying, follow your heart. You know, you'll hear this a lot in the spiritual path. The heart is the, the heart is the transformer. The heart is where our truth lives. Fulfilling your full potential, connecting to your highest self, having a spiritual life, you know, um, and we also have a need to speak our truth, to be heard, to be seen, to be, to be acknowledged and to use our voice for the benefit of ourselves and the people we love and for humanity. So this is just a really quick kind of overview of some, some of the needs that you may have and the places that you get stuck will depend on what is not being expressed, you know. And a lot of times, especially in, if you use the terms of the chakras, it's like people will talk about being blocked. You know, I have a blockage in my solar plexus. I have, I personally hold a lot of my attention in my solar plexus. It's been a chakra that I've worked with a lot. 
um, because I came from a place of being really disempowered and really disconnected from my intuition and not feeling confident in myself. And as I have worked in that chakra, my confidence has improved and now I don't feel physically anything stuck there. Like I used to have pain and like burning there a lot and now I don't. And that's really one place to look is, is looking in the physical body and asking, what are you trying to tell me? You know, what is here for me to learn from? Because the body is always talking to you. The body is, it is our job to learn the language of our body so that we can hear the messages that it's trying to tell us. Everything that is happening in our emotional state, all the unrepressed, all the unprocessed trauma, all of the ways that we are out of alignment will come through in the body. That is the last place that you will see it. And by the time it gets there, that means it's been there for a long time and it needs your attention. So how do you listen to that? Oftentimes, a lot of the stuckness that can happen is because of negative thought patterns or just habits of thinking that are, you know, if you're spending all of your time in the day thinking about how things suck and how you're not doing this right. And, you know, this comes back to an inner critic that is maybe constantly telling you, you're not really doing great. Like things could be better and looking for the problem. They say that we have this negativity bias where we're, we are actually wired to look for problems to solve them. We're scanning our body all the time, looking for problems and that's something that you can change. You know, it's something you can shift, but it takes consciousness and, and awareness that you have it. And the willingness to be open to disagreeing with your thoughts. We have all these needs and those are kind of the basic ones. We also, many of us, probably you, if you're listening to this, are seeking something. This show is for spiritual seekers. That's who takes plant medicine most of the time. People who are looking for something expansive, something more meaningful than shopping and consumerism and materialism and status and all the things that we've been told are important. That seeking is often what leads people to working with plant medicine because we want to know ourselves and not the mask that we're wearing. It's like, you know, you're wearing a mask. You're pretending to be someone you're not. And in order to take off that mask, you need to feel safe. You need to have permission to explore yourself. And plant medicine often gives that permission. So many times the stuckness is because we are waiting for permission to be authentic. We're waiting for someone to give us permission to just be ourselves, to say, it's cool to be weird, be more weird, be more wild, be more out there, be more you. The world doesn't need any more people trying to be how we think that we should be. In fact, I would like to eradicate the words should and supposed to from my vocabulary and your vocabulary, because when we're in the pattern of thinking, I should be doing this, I'm supposed to, it should be like this, it, it's supposed to be like this. That is a really clear signal that that is not your authentic self thinking that. 
Because where is that voice coming from? You know, what is, what is the voice that's telling you it should be like this? Or you should do this. Shoulding is like a censorship. It's a self-censorship. It's self-abandonment. You know, it's a, it's a way of thinking that however you are in the world is wrong. And that you should be more acceptable, appropriate. Ugh, these words. Annoying. What if the stuckness that's coming from your need to be yourself, to express yourself, to radically express yourself, to exist in the world, to take up space, to be seen, to be heard, to live out loud, stuckness is protecting you from doing all of that because staying stuck is safer than being fully expressed as yourself because you might get hurt, right? Somebody might not like you. Someone might get upset. Oh no. And so what happens when we're afraid of rejection? We're afraid of not belonging. Not belonging is a really, really big, scary thing for people. It doesn't feel good to be ostracized from, from the clan, you know? It doesn't feel good to be a lone wolf. We can tell ourselves that it feels good, but we're social creatures. We want families. We want connection. We want tribes. We want to live in communities. We want to be in the club. Everybody does. And, you know, hyper-independence is another self-protection mechanism. When we tell ourselves, we don't need anybody. I can do everything. I'm super self-reliant, you know, I can do everything myself. It's a, a way to keep ourselves from getting hurt. And so stuckness is kind of a freeze response. It's a, there's a few different kinds of stuckness too. Like, okay, let's talk about the body. So what does it feel like when you are stuck in your body? So it, it might look like soreness, stiffness in your joints. Maybe you're achy when you wake up. Maybe your range of motion is, is becoming less. Um, you're just feeling sluggish. You know, you don't have as much energy. You Maybe you're not sleeping well. You're feeling tired. Maybe depression. Could be anxiety too. Anxiety is a pinball machine. <laughs> so you're stuck. It's like the ball. It's stuck inside there, right? But it's just going bing, 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 bing. So it's like doing all the energy. It's like shooting off all the energy, but it's not actually, there's no focus or direction. So it's just this closed system of, of spazzing out. <laughs> That's how I feel when I get stuck and also anxious. And it can also look like actual digestive problems, like constipation is the literal physical manifestation of stuckness. It's like your body is not letting things move. And so why is our body feeling like that? You know, well, if we have these symptoms in the body and maybe we have the symptoms energetically, we can't sleep, we're having the mental stuff, the, the emotional, you know, how do, how do your emotions feel? Do you feel... When you're stuck, do you feel like in flow and excited and motivated? No, you're like, I was just going to sit on the couch because there's nothing to do and I'm going to distract myself. 
Maybe it looks like procrastination. Maybe it looks like having a ton of ideas and not doing any execution, spinning your wheels, you know, maybe it physically feels in your body like a burning in your chest, a lump in your throat, like a pain, a muscle pain in your shoulder or your back, your low back hurts. Like there's so many ways that this kind of energy can manifest in the body. And we're so accustomed to looking at the body as this like separate entity. It doesn't have anything to do with my emotions. It doesn't have anything to do with energy. It's physical. So if there's something going on physically, then it's a biological problem. And I'm here to tell you, and I'm a hundred percent sure I've said this like a lot. That's not how it works, man. <laughs> your body is your temple. It's the, the physical expression of you as an energy. It's a vibration. It's a dense vibration, but you are energy and your body holds on to energy. Your body holds on to trauma. It holds on to feelings. It holds on to especially subconscious feelings, subconscious things that are below the surface of our understanding and awareness. That's your subconscious. So this is why plant medicine shakes things up is because it goes into the subconscious and it opens the portal between your conscious mind and your subconscious. And it's like, things start going both ways. You're going in there, it's coming out, everything is meshing together. You're having the ability to see beyond what you can normally see and experience and understand. And so stuckness is a really common place to get when things are about to get wild because think about like a river that's flowing <clears throat> and this river is flowing and flowing and maybe um, there's a big storm and a, you know, a bunch of debris falls in the river, like trees and leaves and limbs and stuff. And it like backs up the river. So it essentially dams the river. So the river is not able to flow. But the energy of the river is, <laughs> the river wants to flow. And that's the same as you. You want to be in flow. You want to be in balance. You want to be moving through your life in a way that feels good, that's not stagnant, that's not stuck. You know, you want to not hold on so tight to things that are trying to go downstream. And what happens when a river gets dammed is that the power and energy of the river is being held back. So when you are feeling stuck and you go sit with plant medicine and you open that dam, that river is coming through and everything with it and everything that's been holding it back. It's like we create a lot of momentum that's waiting to come through when we get stuck. And that can be really scary because once that dam breaks and the stuckness dissipates, then you're moving and that is terrifying for a lot of people. You know, the stuckness becomes very comfortable. I always call it the velvet rut. It's like this very comfortable, soft place that you've, you know, snuggled into. But velvet's very hot and sticky. And like, if you just sit inside of a bunch of velvet, you're going to be sweaty and disgusting. <laughs> and you're like, but it's so nice. But I don't want to move. Yeah, you actually, you do want to move. It feels really hard to move. But moving is the only way to get through it. And often stuckness is 
is not, it's not something to be afraid of. It's not bad. It's like everything that is coming through that feels hard and painful. Stuckness is a, a clue. It's a signpost. It's information for you to look at your life and see what's not working. And sometimes it's easy to see, oh, here this, you know, I'm unhappy with my job or my, I need to put some attention to taking care of my health, my body, my food, whatever, you know, like I do have some physical stuff I need to work on. Or it might be, you know, bigger stuff, existential stuff. Like, I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know why we're here. I don't know what the meaning of all of this is. And I'm beginning to lose the plot or maybe you have been medicating that, you know, maybe you have been taking alcohol or drugs or sex or shopping or Netflix or whatever to dull the pain of needing it to be different. The stuckness doesn't have to be negative. What if instead of being stuck, you're actually being planted? So if you think about how nature works, there are seasons. And nature needs the season of darkness, the season of stillness. When a seed goes into the soil, often it has to be in there for years, depending on like if it's a tree or whatever, the conditions have to be right. And so we'll just wait. It'll just be there. It's very, very normal in nature for things to be still, for things to take time and to hibernate. (laughs) And it's such a gift to be able to sit in the winter, to to have a, a reason to be still, to have a place to rest and to be in sync with the earth in that way. And to line yourself up with like, you know what, this is my time to, to be still. And maybe it looks like stuckness or maybe it's that your seeds are germinating so that something can be born from them. I actually think that stuckness is a really natural response to a society that is constantly putting its foot all the way to the floor on the gas. You know, we have a society that's making us sick. It's constant output. You don't get to rest. You don't get days off. The entire existence for a lot of people is just taking care of basics, basic survival, you know, finding a job, finding a place to live, you know, paying for the place to live, paying for food, paying for education, for healthcare, for transportation. There's not a lot left over, not a lot of energy, not a lot of time and not a lot of money for the majority of people. Because we have set up a system that is built on extracting our time, energy, and money from us and leaving us with nothing. Something that I was really afraid to say uh, for a long time in my work was because I was like, people aren't going to want to work with me if I tell them the truth. This work with plant medicine is not going to solve all your problems in three months you are not going to go to a retreat and be magically healed forever. If anything, you step through this portal, you are asking for more responsibility, more awareness, more 
tests from the universe to participate in your own evolution. But that's not what people want to hear. They want to hear, these medicines will heal you. You can microdose for 60 days and your depression will be gone. Maybe. Maybe it will. But maybe the reason the depression is gone is because you spent 60 days changing your habits, changing your thought patterns, changing the way that you relate to yourself, remembering the connection that you have with the medicine that you're taking, and developing a devotional practice to a spiritual path. Maybe the mushrooms or whatever are helping you, but maybe you're doing something different, you know? And over long enough time for it to actually matter. I have been feeling kind of angry about all of these programs that I see promising to train people to be medicine facilitators. And, you know, if you just spend $10,000 on this business coaching program, then you can have a spiritual business that will, you'll be making six figures or whatever. It's just, it's not true. (laughs) And no one is saying it. Everyone is just going along with it. And it's like, I find it really irritating because if you do say it, people don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear that stuckness is part of the process. It's a normal part of the process. In fact, it's, a, it's a, an integral part of the process of your evolution and your growth and your expansion. And that maybe you don't have to have some kind of mystical purpose, that you can just be a regular person doing regular life who wants to feel better, who wants to be more in touch with their family, who wants to enjoy your life more, who wants to have a job that you like. And that is your purpose. Your purpose is you. Your own happiness is your purpose. Your own joy is your purpose that you don't have to have some job that makes you six figures that also requires that you are some kind of Reiki healer or whatever. Don't be fooled by the marketing and commercialism of healing because that is going to keep you stuck longer than anything. We think that stuckness requires that we put all the attention on, okay, well, where am I stuck? Sometimes we're meant to be stuck. Because we need to learn patience. We need to learn self-reliance. We need to learn how to use our voice to speak up for what we need. We need to ask for what we need. Sometimes we get stuck because we're sacrificing ourselves for someone else. We're people-pleasing. We're in a perfectionism loop. Sometimes we get stuck because we need to change something so that those needs can be met that are not being met. And we are so accustomed to looking outside of like, oh, well, maybe I should, maybe I should go live in a van. Maybe I should be a digital nomad. Maybe I should travel the world. Those things are all lovely and fun. But I am on a mission to help people create lives that they don't want to escape from right here, wherever you are. Start where you are right now. You don't have to wait until XYZ happens. You don't have to wait until 
some miraculous changes happen that are never going to come. If you can't do it where you are, what is the point? That's my question. Stuckness is the ultimate feeling of being trapped, of having no way out, of having no power, of having no control, of having complete overwhelm to the point where you're shutting down and feeling like there's no way out and you don't know the way out and you're not going to figure out the way out. You're, you feel lost. You feel disconnected from your own abilities. You feel, you feel like an animal in a cage where you know there's something wild out there in the world for you, but you don't know how to get out of the cage. And there's really only, you know, you can kind of dissect, why do I get stuck and what is it, where is it coming in my body? And all of that stuff is really valuable that I just shared. All of the relating to the stuckness and evaluating it, connecting with it, talking with it, finding out where is it in your body? What is the emotional component? You know, is there a traumatic a repressed trauma or an unprocessed trauma that is creating this blockage. You know, all of those are good avenues to investigate. And this resistance, when there is resistance, there is only one way ever through it. And that is to go into it deep. Go all the way to the bottom and when you get to the bottom, surrender. And what does that mean? Well, it means really feel the stuckness. We feel around stuckness. We feel angry at the stuckness. We know we don't like it. So we kind of throw a tantrum. Like, I don't want to be stuck. I'm tired of this. Something needs to change. I'm so over it. I don't know what to do. I don't have the tools I need. I'm not good enough. And sort of turn the, the narrative to, well, if I was better, then I wouldn't be stuck. But that's not true. You know the answer. This is literally everything that I do in my coaching, is reminding people, helping them remember that you have the answers inside of you. And sometimes we just can't see it, you know? The stuckness comes to remind us, hey, you're capable. You are powerful. You can feel this. You have a massive capacity for transformation, for growth, for change, for sitting in discomfort. If you're on the plant medicine path, this is the point of these medicines. They are teaching us how to do what we do in the ceremony with the medicine in life. So if you have been an overwhelming medicine journey, and you're fidgeting, and you're resisting, and you're turning away, and you're not ready, and you don't want to look, and you don't want to feel. What is the answer in that situation? It's to surrender. If you want to stop struggling in your life, stop struggling. Be stuck. Celebrate the stuckness. Stuckness is like, there's nowhere to go. There's nothing to do. There's no way out. So what's in there? 
what can you discover when you go within, when you look around and you see what do you already have to support yourself? What tools are available to you deep inside to help you feel safe in this darkness? People think that surrender is some kind of, of course, in a capitalistic, like, competitive society. It's like, never surrender. Surrender is weakness. Surrender is the warrior path. Why would you use up all your energy fighting a losing battle when you could take a different route? Invite the stuckness in. Ask it. What are you here to teach me? Maybe find some comfort in the stillness of being stuck. We need these seasons of stillness and stuckness and not and feeling trapped and feeling overwhelmed. This is where our power comes through. We need to have everything slow down and we need the contrast of stagnation so that we know how to flow. And the freedom from stuckness is in letting it engulf you and letting it take over and not needing to change it and just letting it be there, welcoming it, loving it. Can you love your stuckness? Can you love your, your slow pace? Can you love letting go of timelines and shoulds and If you're stuck, you might as well take off your mask. And one of my favorite things that I have been really leaning into lately is the action that comes from letting go, the action that comes from slowing down, the inspiration that comes from surrender is, well, if I'm stuck and there's nowhere to go, And there's nothing to do. I can do anything I want. And I've been saying to clients, what if you just fuck around and find out? What if you do this thing that you've been terrified of? Because why the fuck not? (laughs) Like, what is the worst thing that could happen? Something hard. Something painful. You might lose someone. You might lose yourself. You might have grief. You might have to change something in your life. You might have to make a huge radical transformation and you can do anything, literally anything. There is nothing that you cannot get through. There is nothing you cannot get past and thrive through. And how you figure out where those paths to getting things moving is by fucking around and finding out, taking a chance, taking a risk, Believing that it's all going to work out, that it, this is what it looks like when it's all working out. Stuckness is a gift. If you're stuck, congratulations. Welcome to the quicksand. <laughs> so what's in there? What's at the bottom? How can you find out what you're capable of, what you actually want to do? Because thrashing around in quicksand does not sound like fun. But exploring the depths of a new world does sound like fun. And that's your, that's your clue always to what is the answer here? What makes you feel curious and joyful and light? Believing that everything is doomed and you have no power? 
pretending like you don't know what the answer is, you have the answer. Every single person that I work with in every medicine situation, you know the answer and you know how to get there. And we pretend like we don't know because it's scary. It's scary to know. But you wouldn't be listening to this if you didn't want to know. That's why you're here. So this this message is for the spiritual warriors. You can let it be easy. And the path that is actually easy is the one where you are being yourself and taking risks and doing things that light up your heart. Because this path of safety and stuckness and velvet root, you know, velvet rut, staying in the velvet rut is a trick. It's not, that's not the happiness path. That's not the safe path. The safe path is letting your heart lead and trusting that it's going to take you to a beautiful place. There's this, um, Disney movie from my childhood. I don't know if you've seen it. The Winnie the Pooh movie. And one of the little stories, Winnie the Pooh goes into rabbit's rabbit hole house and he gets into the honey and he eats all the honey because he's, he can't help it. He loves honey. (laughs) And he eats so much honey that he can't get out of the rabbit hole. And he tries to get out and he gets in there and he gets stuck. And so at first he's just sitting in there and he's squirming a little bit, but nothing is happening. And he, Rabbit's stuck on the inside of the hole with him. So Rabbit is stuck with Pooh Bear's butt. And on the outside, Pooh Bear is, can't go anywhere. He's just looking out into the, into the forest, the hundred acre wood. And, uh, I was thinking about that when I was when I was thinking about this podcast because what happens when you get stuck? Like we're trying to change the outer circumstances, but honestly, most of the time what needs to happen to get unstuck is for you to fucking relax. <laughs> to like to like stop putting so much pressure on yourself to stop putting attention on the problem or the issue, or whatever, to stop rearranging your external circumstances to hope that something clicks, and to leave it alone, and put your attention somewhere else. And so that's what Winnie the Pooh does. He has friends come, and they, like, hang out and have fun, and he's not just sitting there and being sad about being stuck. They're waiting for him to lose weight so so they can move him out of the hole. And that's what we need to do as well, you know? Getting stuck is not necessarily about... If you do this, and then you do this, and then you do this, then you get unstuck. Sometimes getting unstuck is letting everything soften so that you can move through it easily. It's letting the inflammation go down around you so that maybe you start to flow with, with ease. We want everything to have a doing answer, and it doesn't. The answer is how are you being? What are you, what are you feeling? What needs to, what needs to go? What do you need to let go of? That's not serving you anymore. Or who? 
What do you really need to be real about in your life? You know, we stay stuck a lot longer than we need to sometimes because we're afraid to look at the real answers. And we always know the answer. If you ask anybody, why are you stuck? And they might be like, well, my job. And like, well, I don't know. I, like, I have this thing, but I don't know why. And I will counter you every time. You do know why. You know why. You just don't want to face it. And that's okay, too. You don't have to face it if it's not time. It's okay to be stuck. It's okay to nuzzle into your velvet rut and stay there for a while if you need to until you feel ready to move. And that can take a lot longer time than we want sometimes. Having a plant medicine journey can often give you a lot of intelligence and understanding and awareness of why things are how they are, why you feel stuck, you know. Maybe there's something from your past that hasn't been dealt with that's that's lodged, you know, that's blocking you um, from expressing the way that you want. Maybe there's something that needs to be addressed or felt or loved or accepted or welcomed, a part of you that hasn't been invited home, you know, that's out being ostracized and feeling sad and feeling neglected and not part. And until you invite that part of you home, No one is moving, you know, there's so many ways to look at it and think about it. And it depends on your circumstances and your personal experience. But often the journey with the plants can help you see some of that and know what it is and bring it from the unconscious to the conscious. So then you're aware of it. And the work of integration is bringing that softness, you know, allowing, (laughs) imagine it's like you're, you're in labor. And you're having a, you're having a transformation baby. <laughs> Sometimes the baby is not ready to come out, you know? The, the new version of you that is being born is coming through and it takes how long it takes. And forcing it and kicking it and, you know, like dragging it, kicking and screaming out of you is, is not a gentle way to do it. And... I feel like that approach is very toxic. This like at all costs, if you, you know, the be your best self and like everyone wants to be the best version of themselves, but we can't be our best selves if we are denying our worst selves. We can't be our highest self if we're denying ourselves at our lowest points. And we can't fully stand in our power if we're pretending like we don't have a dark side or pain or suffering, if we're ignoring the parts of ourselves that need rest and that need comfort and that need care. You, you can get into debt. You know, you can, you can put on a fake way of being and hope that everyone buys it But the only person that you're hurting when you do that is yourself. And these plants will not let you keep living like that is the thing. And that's why it's so important to have support in this work because this stuff is not something that like a normal therapist isn't going to understand unless they have sat with plant medicine. Like they don't, they don't get it. They have their techniques and their academic, you know, ways of thinking about all of this and, 
stuckness is something to be overcome, just like any symptom. We don't want you to feel that way. That's bad. So let's make it different. Let's, let's do something right now to make it different. And if you just do these things or buy this product or take this drug or, you know, if you just do this thing and change how you are, then you can be happy. And I am here to tell you that that is fucking bullshit and I'm not going to buy it anymore and neither are you. We don't have to believe that stuckness is bad. We can allow it to be part of our healing, to be part of the saving of our souls. It's part of the story. You know, it's part of the, the magic. It's the beginning of something. And what does it mean to you? How can you identify where you're stuck in your own life? And even further than that, how can you look at your own life and see where you're stuck and admit if it's something that you really don't want to look at? That's what these plants are going to ask you to do. When you get connected to your heart, to your true self, I've been saying your favorite self. I like that. I want to be my favorite self. When I'm connected to my favorite self, she doesn't really want to put up with a lot of bullshit. I'll tell you. She's like wanting to have fun and enjoy and anything that is not soft and juicy and delicious and fun and, you know, responsible and awake is not invited. And sometimes when you start to connect with that, like the flow begins and the, un- the stuckness starts to dissipate and you start having your own, your needs met and you start asking for what you want. And then there comes the time to pick up your sword of discernment. Because when you get a little taste of feeling better, you're not going to want to go back to the way things were. And in fact, you won't be able to. And that can be incredibly difficult and painful. You know, these big changes, these big forest fires in your life that happen when you start with medicine and as and continue with it and continue working in a path of your own wellness, a lot of cords have to be cut. You have to really get comfortable saying no. You have to really get comfortable saying no and saying yes to yourself. And not just reacting to things, but really being thoughtful and checking in with yourself and seeing what do I want? What do I need? Not worrying about how does that affect somebody else? You know, what do I actually need and how can I give that to myself? Not how can I get it from someone else or how can I, you know, find this elsewhere? You have to give it to yourself. And that's probably the number one way to get unstuck is to take all of the energy that you are leaking out of you all over the place, your job, your family, your relationships, your friendships, your politics, activism, whatever you're doing in your life that feels draining and plug that hole and bring that energy back into yourself and see how things start to change. Because when you are full of your own energy, you will not be stuck ever. And the stuckness is a temporary state. 
that is telling you this is not the way. Not like this. Softer, more gentle, more flow, more water. What is the water element? It's the emotions. How can you bring love and compassion to this situation in yourself? Where are you being hard with yourself? Where are you being hard with someone else? Where are you holding on when you need to let go? How much of stuckness is you holding on to shit that doesn't serve you? Like a lot. It's a lot. So when you feel stuck, I invite you to check in. Find it in your body. Find the stuckness and investigate. Talk to it. Ask it. What are you here for? What are you trying to show me? What can I learn from this? Shifting that that way of thinking from like, ah, everything terrible is happening to me, nothing's working, to I chose this, I'm a bad ass, and <laughs> I chose this, and I chose it for my benefit, so I chose this for a reason, and I'm here to receive the teachings from this experience. And I can also be stuck. You know, what is the, what is the answer to being stuck? Surrender. Full surrender to whatever is going on and letting go of your attachment to the outcome. Letting spirit take the wheel, giving it all over, and just enjoying the experience of watching the mystery unfold. It might not be what you think. It's not going to be what you think. (laughs) If you're feeling stuck in your life, let's find out why. Let's look into it. Let's find the stuckness and bring softness to it. And when you can allow yourself to relax, to flow, to surrender, that's when everything will start moving. And I'm here to support you. If you are looking for someone who speaks the language of medicine and spirituality, I would love to do a free connection session with you. You can find out how on my website, SinclairFleetwood.com. Join my email list, get a free ultimate quick start guide to healing with psychedelics if you haven't gotten it, and always be on the lookout. Every week I send a new email to the list with workshops and all kinds of fun stuff. That's where I share everything first is my, is my website, my email. So thanks for being here and see you next time, family.